are KM Squared, and welcome to Talk Breed. Ooh. Episode 23. 20. Yay. 24? I don't know. I don't really know what episode it is, that's why I didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> I never really know. It's the next episode. Yeah, it's the one after the one you just You guys know what episode it is. It's on the title. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's yeah. on the title. Yeah. So, welcome to that episode. Yes. <laughs> we're excited to have you here. And, yeah. and Katie, why don't you tell everyone what we're going to talk about today? Okay. So, um, I'm trying to think of different topics that um, are, you know, pretty prevalent to our lives and, you know, things we struggle with, things um, we look forward to, all of those type of topics. And one of the topics I thought would be great to talk about was staying in the present moment and um, the idea of just presence um, and not constantly looking forward to the future and not always looking back to the past and you know everything that went wrong or may have gone right but trying to really just be where you are right now in the vocation you're in um, whether that be you know a student or in a job but just in the vocation as being a son or daughter you know friend wife single person but in that current moment um and just trying to live that moment authentically for god but um you know to praise him but also just to honor that moment so that i don't know you can fully be truly living um so that's kind of our topic today um and i think it's just going to be you know a conversation because it's something that all of us really do struggle with um, so we'll bring a little bit of, you know, the scripture up. Um, but other than that, we're just going to talk about, you know, ways we struggle with it, but also ways that um, we found are helpful to really, you know, stay in the moment. So, yeah. yeah. I agree. I mean, I think it's like really easy to say at least that you're good at being in the present moment and you're good at, you know, presence and everything when when you're in a good place and like when things are going well for you and then once life takes a turn which it always does uh you know to some degree that's when you start you, you live in the past or you think about the future and you're scared or you know things like that and then you can't actually appreciate what's going on um and i think that's that's like what you're saying like bringing up these these ideas or exercises or ways that to you know, to re-put yourself back in that present moment, I think that, that helps, especially when you're in those, um, you know, those down times until it can help get you into the lighter points. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I think that's really important to talk about with um, kind of overthinking, um, but like especially thinking about the future a ton or thinking about, you know, what may have happened in the past a ton, um, I think it's really important to kind of pinpoint why you're thinking about it um, and kind of explore, like, what am I feeling right now? Like, am I anxious? Am I worried? Um, am I just plain bored? Like, why, why am I overthinking about this so much? Um, and instead of just kind of letting that, because usually it's fear, um, or it's anxiety that makes you kind of overthink different parts of your life or the future. Um, it might be the fear of the unknown, but kind of pinpointing like, oh, why am I, why am I thinking, why am I, like, what am I feeling like right now? Instead of it just letting it consume you. Um, and that's something that I've been trying to do recently and just listen to my body. Um, and one thing 
that my my good friend Katie Stelter told me <laughs> at one that? point. <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> Tell me about her. <laughs> She's really cool. Really cool. Um, but one thing that you told me at one point that I thought was just really important for like every situation in life is to just show up. Um, and you might not really know what that looks like showing up, but just honestly trying your best in the moment and being like, okay, I might not understand why I'm fearful. I might not understand why I'm anxious. Um, but I'm like, Lord, I'm here. I'm going to show up. I'm going to try to be present. Um, and you know, you'll be healed in some way just by trying to show up. Yeah. Yeah. Something that I have taken into like journal practices lately is, um, the, what you were saying, like, where do your thoughts go to, or where has your mind been, like, what has encompassed your thoughts, um, and something that I started writing in my journal is, like, where is my mind wandering right now, and then I write down every single thing, like, no matter how long, or no matter how shameful I may feel about it, or how happy it makes me, I write it all down, and then at the end of every single, like, phrase, or sentence, or paragraph, I write dot, 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 Jesus, I trust in you, Um, Because a lot of it is, like, fears and worries about the future or, like, freaking out about, like, what's to come even just in the week or in the day. Um, And I think that really grounds me whenever I'm like, Jesus, I trust in you in this present moment. I trust in you and in my future, like, endeavors, I trust in you as well. So that's kind of been a practice that I've been trying to carry into my life to try to stay present because I've been very bad at that lately. Um, Just always, like, dreaming. And it's okay to dream of ideas and have like really great things to look forward to but sometimes even then it's like my mind is so encompassed on that on my future and the exciting things and the fearful things that I'm just not trusting in what is good and what is even bad right now so yeah I think that's um I think this whole conversation is really important for this current period of time um especially because I think a lot of this year and last year I've spent thinking, oh, like, when COVID is over, when things are open, when I can, you know, be more present with people in public, when I can do this and that, then I'll be able to really, like, live into my ministry, Um, you know, then I'll be able to, then I'll be able to, you know, be better at what I'm doing, you know, and so I think that's, a lot of this year has been me teaching myself like how to how to find ways to be a good minister um, and to stop kind of letting myself say oh when things are open back up then I can do this instead I'm more like okay what can I do now um, how can I be present to the people around me how can I, um, you know, be, be here for the kind of ministry that I'm able to do? Um, and a lot of that looks like online right now. And um, I think I've also been having to kind of teach myself that online ministry is still ministry and it's still being present to people. Um, I think especially like a lot of my life I've defined being present as like not being on my phone when I'm talking to people like not being on my phone at the dinner table stuff like that and so it's been kind of a weird unlearning process of like it's it's fine to (laughs) be on your computer all day if it means you're like 
reaching people. Um, and obviously I don't want to like be on my computer or my phone all day, but, um, I, I like have had to teach myself that sometimes like online ministry is the way to be present to people. Yeah. You know, we, we are, um, you know, we're working this year as ministers. And, you know, one thing I, I remember we said in an earlier podcast, one thing that we do is ministers of presence. That's one of our main, um, you know, goals of the year, one of our main uh, duties at the church. Um, but I think it can also be taken for people that aren't like official technical ministers, yeah. um, you know, whether they work in a church or it's just they go about in their everyday lives. Because um, I remember myself like before, before I came to Ireland, um, you know, before I was like an official member of the House of Bridget, then, but uh, the pandemic already started and, you know, I was sent home and everything um, from college. And I like, you know, there was times when it got exhausting and I totally needed to be secluded, be in, be in my room, you know, had Zoom fatigue or whatever, whatever the case may be. But, um, and it's important to, I think, address yourself and take care of yourself, but it's also important to reach out to friends, to reach out to family members, even like you said, if, if that's online, um, just to be present in, um, in all aspects of your life, not, um, not just your job, not just yourself, not just your, you know, occupation or whatever, whatever the case may be, like to just be aware, um, that everyone needs someone at times um and that you know yeah it sucks to have to do things online but um and it would be great if you could go to a friend who needs help or something like that but you know don't you know underestimate the power of like a text or a call or something like that yeah and i think i think a lot of my life since March has been living in this like future hypothetical um, instead of like realizing what I could be doing. Um, And I I don't want to like beat up on myself because this has been a really hard (laughs) time. You know, I I don't think like anyone should feel bad for like at the beginning being like, Oh no, I'll like do something once, once like this craziness is over. Like, I think that's absolutely fine. But um, at some point, I don't know. It's been about a year and I, I just don't want to continue living in like a future hypothetical of, you know, like when, when things are different, when things are different, like I can do this, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's, that's my take on. <laughs> I think it's crazy too that like, I think everyone in society like is starting to realize that too. Everyone's saying, you know, eventually we will reopen back up or like build yeah. businesses are saying that. And, and yes, of course, I'm sure like there's so many, it's, it's unprecedented that's not the word unparalleled um of like the the damage that this pandemic has done to um you know businesses or to companies um let alone families and like individuals and everything um but you see like everyone is just saying is is what without moving on because obviously we can't move on from this yet like the world is not the world is still being severely affected by it you know people are trying to adjust and adapt and and live their lives uh as best as they possibly can which is really i think the point of being present um and being accepting and uh you know hopeful Yeah. yeah i also think like i have found we have found working at newman um that we have kind of just like started pushing forward with online 
everything. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think there was a time I'm thinking about last week whenever I was live streaming and the live stream just like totally did not work. (laughs) And I was just like sitting up there crying for all of mass because I was so upset that like people weren't able to see mass. Not even because I like screwed up the live stream, but because I was like, there's people that are relying on this. And I think that was the most present that I had felt in a moment here in like a very long time. And I think that's important to say that like, you can also be present by taking a step back of trying to do, 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 do things during this time and just like allow yourself to also like grieve, not even for yourself, but for everyone who's being impacted by COVID too. It's just like, take, take that present moment to grieve and to be sad as well. Because I think that's super important to also continue moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I um, I think like what you said, taking a step back, I think like going along with taking a step back, I think it's like really important to rest, but um, to bring it back to God, but like rest in knowing that you're a child of God. And like, like that sounds really easy to say out loud, but like rest in knowing, whoa, like I'm okay. Yeah. Um, or like, I don't know, what you were just saying is also... Um, a big thing to like you know feel the emotions and you can be present in that um but also like rest and like oh my gosh I'm so loved um which I don't know it's hard I guess it's it feels a lot harder said than done um when it's something that's just so I think when you feel the love of Christ and it's like really 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 um apparent to you and you really truly are resting in like the love of being a child of God, then you feel it and you're like, how did I miss this? Yeah. Um, but I think like that's actually a big part of, of trying to be staying in like in the moment of being like, whoa, um, you know, what does, um, what does being a child of God mean? What does, uh, another phrase that Katie Stalter uses, but <laughs> what does um, like being beloved mean to me? What, do, you know, what, do, you know, if I'm loved, what does that mean? Um, how can I use these gifts and stuff? But I think that like that's been something that's been good for me to like stay in the present moment of just realizing, wow, I'm I'm good. I'm like like I look I got a sweet deal right now. I'm you know 23. I'm fairly healthy. I can sing. I um, and you know and right now I'm I'm living in this this house with these cool people and it's really cold right in this moment like it's yeah no just resting in like the the known facts of life um i think it's been helpful yeah Yeah. i think um like speaking about rest that that's kind of the one of the main things about being present that i have so much trouble with is like i don't like being present when i'm by myself and i have downtime and Especially, I think, during lockdown, it's just gotten exponentially worse. Like, I want to be on my phone. I want to have a book. I want to have music playing. I don't ever want to... Like, I make this joke all the time, but I, like, genuinely don't like being left alone with my thoughts. <laughs> I, I don't like doing it. Um, and I like to kind of, like, overstimulate myself so that I don't have, like, a lot of downtime where I'm just present to myself and checking in with myself. Um... Because I, I think that can be, like, scary and, and uncomfortable, um, just having that, like, you know, just, like, very quiet alone time with yourself. Um, and so, I don't know, if you guys, um, I don't know if you guys have experienced that, but um, that, I think, is something a lot of people probably struggle with. Modern 
modern age so if you guys have any tips like (laughs) i'd like to hear them i haven't i haven't come up with anything to help me with that yet i've i've been like reading at night which has helped me a little Mm. bit because that's like some quiet time but um that's about all i've got (laughs) yeah i know like you said earlier you don't always like being on your your phone or your screen so much but like i don't know i just like love a good comfort show you know yeah. a show that you've seen so many times that you can just keep watching again and it just like brings you back to like a calm state and i know that there's there's definitely uh drawbacks to when you watch a show for so long or like so often just you know physical health and and everything like that you shouldn't w- only watch tv like i think reading is good and you're like going for walks and stuff but i don't know for me like survivor is my comfort tv show i just love i could watch it every day all day and it's just like it's something that that grounds me and puts my mind in somewhere else um so yeah i think like there's so many different ways it's like modern day if there's you know television and like i i I get like not like put always listening to music so you're not alone in your thoughts but i feel like that's okay sometimes you know oh yeah it's definitely okay sometimes yeah um i i like my my issue is that I do that too often and then I just don't check in with yeah. myself ever. Right. Um like um I've I've been um in therapy we've been talking a lot about mindfulness and and how to be more mindful and it's something that I've always struggled with. I don't like meditation. Like I I don't like Yeah. I just don't like checking in with myself yeah. like that, you know. <laughs> so yeah. I I you know that's something that I would like to like have downtime where I can just kind of be. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I'm just not good at it. I don't. Yeah. I, I also am kind of. Or... I'm pretty much the same way. I don't yeah. really like being alone <laughs> with my thoughts. But what I found here is that I'm more capable of doing it whenever I'm writing things mm-hmm. down. And like, there came a time. Something's wrong with my eyelids. None of us know what's <laughs> wrong with my eyelids. But I got this heat heating compress thing for both of my eyes. So obviously, I can't open my eyes or read a book during this time. And it's like. 10 to 20 minutes of just laying there by myself and I'm like it is the most painful 10 to 20 minutes I ever have but I've learned that like playing music in the background is actually really good because I'm for me listening to music and listening to lyrics helps me like uncover more my thoughts more and I'm like oh I actually relate to that to that lyric right there and it helps me kind of uncover that more and help me think about it more but then also like journaling I don't even journal about myself sometimes I pick like a character like a made-up character and I write like a story or song yeah. lyrics or something about some person and then I return to it I'm like that was totally about me like <laughs> I'm totally just writing about myself so it's almost like finding creative alternate ways to check in with yourself through like like I know you love writing so like yeah. writing or painting or yeah. something like that I feel like that is just like the height of my self-care here right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a good idea I also like really struggle with the being alone with my thoughts thing (laughs) like not liking that because like like to be completely honest there there has been times being here that my least favorite part of the day like the part of my whole day that I kind of like feel distressed thinking about is the part when I'm home alone and I'm to have two hours alone by myself Mm -hmm. And, like, and it's so sad because it's, like, oh, like, I'm a pretty cool person. Like, why don't I want to be with me? But, um, I think... I always want to be with you, Kate. <laughs> Thank you. But, but that's, like, just, like, what you were saying. It's because I've come accustomed to always being stimulated. Yeah. That when I'm alone with myself, it's, like, a super vulnerable 
thing, which is like super strange because we used to be able to do that as children before we had all of this technology all the time kind of being fed to us. Um, But like, yeah, what Katie said, and I think I've started doing it because of you, but I've been trying to like paint more, um, but like do something. And like my big thing is like, do something that makes you find joy every day. And so like, um, whether that be for me, I guess maybe watching show a show or something, but for me being alone, I've been, um, you know, a few for a few seconds trying to put like quiet music on the background and be like, okay, how does my body feel right now? And actually practicing like the whole mindfulness through and through. I've only done it a few times here in Ireland, but I used to be um, really, really into like, okay, what room am I in? Like I like I would even talk to myself like I am in Dublin, Ireland right now. I am in my bedroom. I live on this street. Yeah. Okay, I am in my bed. Like, just actually saying all the facts of what are, is currently happening. Yeah. Um, and then you tend to actually get to a place where you're like, oh, I'm really calm, mm-hmm. but I actually know who I... Like, I know by knowing, saying all the facts of everything, I kind of understand what I'm feeling. Yeah. yeah. Um, which it's, like, a really interesting practice, but I've found it to, like, actually work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I found um, an article, um, and it's, it says five exercises to strengthen present moment awareness, and it's so crazy because you guys said have said like most of them already. Because <laughs> um, when I was reading it, I was thinking of you guys because it's like wow, you guys I've like seen you guys do this, um, which I haven't done any of them. Um, well, for the most part. So like, uh, I don't know. I say like kudos to you guys because according to uh, positivepsychology.com you guys are on the right track um, but like one like what you were just saying Katie is do a mindful body scan which yeah. is kind of you know sit down or, or lie on your bed or something um, take a few deep breaths um, and just you know just listen to your body and, and just like think about um, your breathing and just your body and everything like that um, well, like what Salter was saying write in a journal or like morning pages and kind of like wake up and just think about um, it says morning pages are three pages of long hand stream of consciousness writing done first thing in the morning. Um, that's kind of cool. I don't know if uh, if you've ever done that type of writing. My, my calm professor always at the start of every single class, which was an 8 a.m. class, we would have free write oh, for like like three minutes, I think. Yeah. So it wasn't like three pages, but yeah. it was three minutes. And then like yeah, you stop that. whenever, like even if you're not at the end of the sentence, you stop. Yeah. And I'm like, I hate that, <laughs> but okay, I'll accept it's it. Pretty cool. yeah. But yeah, it's really helpful. Yeah, English some, class in high school, it yeah. was never first thing in the morning because we had, like, a block schedule, so it, like, moved yeah. around every day, but um, it was always, like, a good way to put yourself, like, in the class. Yeah, and know? sometimes you're not even writing about, like, things you're feeling or thinking. It's sometimes, like, the carpet is blue or, like, <laughs> I this chair is really dang uncomfortable or yeah. things like that, and it's just really helpful to check in. Yeah. yeah. The next one, um, which maybe you guys do. I don't know. I haven't talked to you about it. I know we do it kind of as... Um, like a work community at in the office uh, but visualize your daily goals and just mm-hmm. see what you have to get done and just think about it actually getting done not just thinking about what you have to do but actually visualize it being completed um, mm-hmm. uh, which could just help you get through I it like that. yeah right? I'm gonna yeah, try that this one I mean I don't know if you brought it up here I don't remember but I know that Katie you do it all the time take a mindful nature walk um, mm-hmm. you know which I, I, I've done that before and, and it, it really is helpful and just like um, I think I one one fault that I always do when I do that is I always listen to music just because I love music and it's 
um, a lot of times, like what you were saying, Stalter, it's very like, um, like I also sometimes, you know, connect myself to lyrics or get taken away by a melody or something. But so many times, and I've, I've seen a couple, uh, a couple times during like some walks, I just like want to take my headphones out and mm-hmm. truly just listen to, um, you know, the things around me. Yeah. I, I actually almost like exclusively walk without headphones in. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, that's hard. Cause like, yeah, like, I respect that. Because yeah. for me, it's like I feel uncomfortable if if I'm not if I'm not either talking to someone or like listening to music, yeah. um, and it like it takes whenever I do a nature walk like that, it always takes some time, like maybe like half the walk at least for me to like get the courage almost to take out my music, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so good for you that you're able. Yeah, to- I mean, I one thing I like about going for walks without headphones in is that if it's an amazing day outside, I say to myself, "Oh my gosh." it's fantastic to be alive. Like, and I literally will say that to myself and I'll be like, I love the way it smells right now. I love the way it feels in my skin. I love that it feels like fall. Ireland's so cool. And in days where the weather is terrible and it's raining really hard, I want to put in my headphones so much more because I'm like, this sucks. I hate Ireland. Why does it do this? <laughs> yeah. um, and then I like usually, well, sometimes I'll put my headphones in because I realize, oh, that will make me happier. And sometimes yeah. that's okay. It's yeah. what you yeah. need. But other times I like actually work through all of those emotions and I'm like, wait, this is not that bad. Rain yeah. is a thing. Sometimes I don't love it, but it's a thing that's okay. Rain is a good thing. <laughs> you know but I do not know, I don't that, know song. that song. It's also my dad will know that song. <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah, that's like a big reason. And I didn't realize it was a mindfulness thing, but like I have yeah. kept talking about how much I love going walking. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, so I continue no. with your list. And then just the last, the last one here, um, which I find really dar- hard to do. Um, but if you guys do it, pitch in, um, but it says conduct a mindful review of your day. So just like at the end of the day, think about, um, how, like how you woke up in the mindful activities that you did in, in the beginning of the day and then everything that you accomplished throughout the day and, um, think about um, where like it's it's focusing really on thinking about what you did today and the things that you accomplished and all the good rather than thinking about what you have to do tomorrow and yeah. uh, stress out then which I don't know I maybe it's just because I was I feel like I've always been stressed my entire life basically <laughs> like since like third grade on maybe I've just been like oh my god I have a test tomorrow or I have this or I have to talk to this person and that scares me or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be I'm always thinking about the the next day or yeah. the next week yeah. or whatever it is and I don't think I think about what I just did that day you know and the yeah. things that because you do you accomplish a lot in a day um, even if it's little things that you don't really take into that you take for granted sometimes yeah. you know I think mm-hmm. an easier way to think about even just that it seems like a big thing like go through your entire day blah blah blah, blah. something that I've been doing in the notes app on my phone, um, each day is writing down. I started on January 1st and I'm going to try to do it for a year. We'll see if that happens. But every day I write down what my mood was, what I was grateful for, and then a song of the day. And I think that also keeps me attentive during the day because it's like, I love music. Sometimes I don't listen to it enough, honestly, because it brings me so much joy and I need that. Um, So all day I'm thinking like, what will my song be today? Or if I'm like standing at a bus stop and I'm like, I love this song. Uh, then I add it immediately to the to the playlist and like at the end of each day I'm able to reflect on my entire day and I'm like why was my mood this way why was I grateful for this person or this thing today 
Um, so that's just like an easier, yeah. like it doesn't have to be a complex list of like, yeah. here's what I did today and here's what I accomplished, which is actually really good too, yeah. to journal about, but it could be so simple and fun too, yeah. to do. One of the things that I, I didn't really do until I got here, but we did a few for community prayer last year as an exam and, um, and I don't know if we've yeah. done any this year, but, um, as, as a community, but, uh, to our listeners, I recommend the Hallow app because they have a guided one and I kind of need someone to tell me what to do yeah. when, and, um, that's always a good practice because it's, it's, it's literally that it's a prayer practice about like, you know, thinking about when thinking you like go through your whole day, um, like from when you wake up to like when you're sitting in bed, probably praying. And, um, it's just such a good, good practice. And you like go through like where you saw God in the day. And I've, I was doing it, um, last year semi frequently and I'd like to get back into it. Yeah, I use an app too. I mean, I think it's a pretty popular app, the Headspace. Calm app. Oh, I also use Headspace. Headspace. I do. <laughs> I, Headspace does come. I don't actually use Headspace though that much. Me I don't actually go phone, into but... it. But I have it set up so like every day at some point throughout the day, and it's a different point at, at, throughout the day, which I kind of like because it's not like okay every time at noon I get a notification, but it's like throughout the day I always get a notification where it's kind of like a, you know, like a take a deep breath or like you're doing great today or something like that just mm. like a very inspirational and it's like different every day and it's i don't know it's just kind of nice i don't think i've actually opened the app more than like five times but i get a <laughs> notification every time so i like it but i yeah. use the um the calm app which is i think relatively popular i know a lot of people that use it um and there's a lot of things there's also like um like examine type of things in that or there's things to help you fall asleep um i don't use those a lot i think you need to pay for a lot of those ones <laughs> and i don't pay for apps um but like one of the free services that they have is like a mood check-in um mm. so every day at 3 p.m i get like a notification where it's just like how are you feeling today and there's i think nine nine or twelve different like emotions that you can pick from when it ranges from you know happy or excited down to sad or uh you know anxious um there's content you know unsure things like that um and i find most of the times um you know if i'm if i'm really busy throughout the day i might just like clear the notification and not even like look at it but i feel that most of the times the days that i skip are good days yeah um and then when i get this notification and it's like you know what i am not feeling great today so i mm -hmm. press it and then i just say sad or unsure mm -hmm. or whatever and it's not as um complete as like your list out there with with saying every day um, which is so cool and like kudos for you for doing that so far a month and a half in I, I hope you can do it the whole year um, but like for me it's it's like I see the days that are bad and then I see all of the days that are empty and to be honest like there's a decent amount of empty days um, which like when you look back at it it's like life's really not that bad mm -hmm. like yeah I had a couple bad days here or there but in the grand scheme of things like I'm pretty lucky that I feel good or at least content most days so mm -hmm. yeah yeah another practice that i would say that i know catholics argue over this all the time but um <laughs> is yoga yeah. uh, and i think i've been doing yoga for like 30 something days and with like a two-day break in between which were the worst two days ever <laughs> honestly but it's really i recommend yoga with adrian on youtube but she really like throughout the practice she's like think of how you're feeling 
like what where are you holding tension and like all this stuff and it's really just a good reflective like physical reflection because sometimes I don't even think about like oh I'm holding so much tension in my shoulders because of my anxiety or things like that so yoga is a really good practice for doing that and for it's kind of meditative at the same time and then if you do not agree with or do not like yoga then there's also soul core um, which is a body movement based off of praying the rosary that's cool and that's really cool I started doing that in college and I really wanted to be a leader for them because it's really cool but you need some hand weights and they do like push-ups and everything and during um like some part of the rosary they lay down and like just meditate and reflect on the mysteries of the rosary so it's really cool cool. and I recommend that as well we should do that (laughs) yeah yeah we should (laughs) yeah I'd never heard of that that's Mm -hmm. cool Um, So this is from the Gospel of Luke, um, and it's from, oh, it's, it's, you know, from the Gospel, so that's where it's from, but this website is called Mm -hmm. mindspirit.com, and Father Gary, um, who is our boss, sent me, like, ten different um, links to different articles (laughs) for me to talk about on this, Um, so thank you, Father Gary, if you're listening to this, (laughs) Um, but it's entitled Moment, A Christian Approach to Mindfulness. Um, And then, but I think I'm only going to read, you know, the scripture, but okay. Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you shall eat, nor about your body, what you shall put on. For life is more than food and the body more than clothing. Consider the ravens. They neither sow nor reap. They neither storehouse nor barn. And yet God feeds them. Of how much more value are you than the birds? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a cubit to his span of life? If then you are not able to do as small a thing as that, why are you anxious about the rest? Um, So I actually have no idea where this is in... um, the Gospel of Luke. I don't know if you guys know. Um, no, we've read it for Taze before. I love yeah, that reading. Yeah. yeah, I remember us reading it once, um, but because it's quoted on this website, um, they don't. They didn't yeah. write where it was from. They just <laughs> said this is from the Gospel of Luke. Um, but I think I like. I love the part. You know, like basically anxious. Like what will being anxious bring to your life at all? What yeah. value will it bring to you? Um, and if you have like food and shelter essentially like why are you why are you worried if the basic things are being covered then you should be fine yeah, yeah. Um, it so. was uh, luke twelve twenty two. okay for anyone who wants to luke uh, twelve twenty two. Mm-hmm. thank you yeah i don't know what translation that was either yeah um they're all beautiful whichever translation you want i'm sure yeah so anyway yeah that was just a little bit from the scripture but um that's another thing that actually none of us mentioned that I need to do better on. But, me, you know, reading the word. Or did you mention reading the word? No, but I was thinking about how Matt's New Year's resolution is to read the Bible. Yeah, <laughs> trying to read the Bible in, in the year. Yeah. Not going to lie, January was, that the goal of January was to get a Bible and, <laughs> and, and make a plan. So February is now to finish the first five books. Mm. So That's awesome. But I finished, mm. I'm halfway through Exodus. So, nice. you know, we're getting there. In the second yeah, book. That's another so, yeah, so, scripture is scripture. Good. Yeah, um, I like to try to do that before yeah, I go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, you can try to for everyone listening, um, and I think especially we're going to be doing this, but Lent is just next week. 
Um, so we're recording this right before Lent begins. Um, and so, I don't know, I think it's a good time to try to practice all of these these um, practices, you know, into your life of trying to stay a little bit more centered. Um, so, yeah. 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 St. Bridget, pray, pray for, for us. us. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Bye. guys. Happy Lent. Bye. Bye. Yay, Lent. I just waved. <laughs> <laughs>